You're listening to the Weekly Sermon Podcast from Liberty Family Church. For more information about our church, head to the website, libertyfamilychurch.net.au. Well, I had the privilege last week of sharing God's Word on, on Father's Day, and I shared a bit about how God the Father is not just a decent kind of father, but he is a good father in the fullest sense of the word. He is truly a wonderful father. He's the best one we could ever possibly know and enjoy relationship with. And in the message last week, I highlighted a particular passage from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4, that spoke of God being not only the Father of compassion, but also the God of all comfort. Let's turn there and read the passage together now. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 to 4, and I'm reading from the NIV translation. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. God is a father of all compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles. He's just that good. Now, I know many of you, Many of you in our community have experienced God's comfort many times over many, many years. Some of you for many, many decades. And especially I've heard testimonies from many of you of the comfort that you've received from God in these last two years, which have not been easy at all. And if you're listening to this today and you you haven't yet experienced this comfort from God, If you're searching for and you're seeking for spiritual truth and would love to be comforted in this season, God's just waiting for you to reach out to him today. That's the reality. God is just waiting for you to reach out to him today. And if you reach out to him, he will comfort you if you do that, if you place your faith in him. So if you're in that place today, if you're in that place today, why not choose today to turn to God, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. He'll meet you where you're at and he'll welcome you in and he'll comfort you if you do that today. As I reflected on this passage some more during the week, the the dualistic purpose of God's comfort really kind of hit me. You know, have you ever read the Bible, and, and it feels like the words kind of just leap off the page and whack you in the face. Well, that was the experience that I had during the week. You know, the church in Corinth at the time of Paul's writing, they were, they were struggling. They were really struggling. They were enduring divisions and quarreling between members within the community, and they were facing some pretty harsh opposition from general members of the Corinth broader community. Life was not easy for the church back then and their circumstances were starting to take a toll on the well-being and the general outlook of people of faith. 
And right here at the very start of his letter in verses 3 to 12, Paul encourages the church by reminding them of something that we often don't like to think about too much in our Western world, but he reminded them of God's purposes in suffering. You know, God doesn't necessarily bring suffering, but he certainly uses suffering for our good. That's, that's a broader theme of Scripture if we read the Bible. And he encourages them to remember that when Christians suffer on account of Jesus, God will comfort them because he's the father of all comfort. And Paul then moves on to teach them a profound truth that we would be wise to attune our ears to really hearing afresh this morning, or maybe even hearing for the very first time. And this is the dualistic purpose of God's comfort that I was talking about. God comforts us and he comforts us so that we can comfort others. Do you see that in the passage? Let's look to the passage again. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 to 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. You know, Paul, in context here, Paul was writing to encourage believers who were being persecuted for their faith, for being persecuted for being Jesus' followers. That's, that's in context. That's the specific application and context for the time. But the general point of this passage rings true for us today, especially as we live through a global pandemic as people of faith. There's no question at least I'll put up my hand and say, I'm really in need of God's comfort in this season. Maybe you are too. We, I think we all need a, a genuine comfort from God in this season. Not because we're facing religious persecution. In Australia, we have no idea what that even looks like, let's be honest. When you look around the world, when you read Open Doors reports, when you hear about what's happening to Christians in Afghanistan, even right now at the hands of the Taliban, we do not face religious persecution. We just don't. That's the reality. But, but we are facing some pretty wide-ranging and challenging consequences as a result of COVID-19. And God, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, will... If we reach out to him, he will comfort us in all of our current troubles, guaranteed. The question is, question is, are we actually looking to God to receive comfort or are we comforting ourselves in other ways? Maybe this rings true for you. It's pretty easy in seasons like this to look to find comfort and maybe a sense of refuge or even a sense of fulfilment in many other places, whether they're healthy or even unhealthy. And think about, you know, we can, we can look to relationships with other people to provide us with a sense of comfort. We could comfort ourselves 
by intentionally filling all our downtime with kind of distracting activities. Maybe that's binge watching yet another series on Netflix, for instance, or watching every single sporting event or documentary or KO mini that you possibly could on KO. And we can also comfort ourselves in, in many other ways as well that are really not so good for us. You know, we can eat lots and lots of comfort food. You know, wonder why it's called comfort food. We can look for comfort through viewing pornography or even just through watching scenes in movies that we know really aren't good for our souls, but we get a little kick out of it, so we're just kind of compromised for a moment to get that level of comfort. You know what I'm saying? Perhaps you find yourself seeking comfort through some of these kinds of pursuits. Now, in light of the, the last few things that I've said, this is going to sound pretty obvious, but it's true for the first few examples that I shared as well. None of these things are ever going to comfort us and satisfy us like God, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort can. None of these things will ever satisfy. As good as relationships can be with family, friends, co-workers, no person will ever be able to comfort you like God the Father can. And no Netflix series, no KO sporting event, no decadent dessert or alluring pornography will ever, whatever it is you find yourself seeking satisfaction in, None of these things will ever fully satisfy nor provide us with true comfort other than God of all comfort. Nothing of these things, none of these things will ever truly comfort us. In reality, these comforts might distract us for a moment. They might get, take us out of our, our current circumstances for a time but none of these pursuits will ever satisfy us or comfort us in all our troubles anywhere near as well as God can, the God of all comfort. Now, friends, I love you. And I say all of this this morning because I love you, out of love for you. And I want to see you thriving in relationship with God. That's true for those who are members of our church. That's, that's just as true if you're seeking spiritual truth today. I want to see everyone thriving in relationship with God. And that's why I ask you this question today. Have you been turning to God for comfort in this challenging season? Or have you been turning to something or even someone else for comfort? True comfort as one writer defines it, is the God-given ability to endure affliction by abandoning our strength and relying on God. That true comfort is ours for the taking if only we'd approach God and actually receive his comfort. It's ours for the taking if only we'd approach him and receive his comfort. Will you? Will you today? Whether you call yourself a Christian or maybe you're someone who's seeking spiritual truth right now, will you turn to God, the God of all comfort, and allow Him 
to comfort you in and sustain you today. And here's, here's the beautiful thing, and it's the, the dualistic purpose, like I said before. We're comforted by God to comfort others in all seasons, but especially in seasons like the one we're in right now. God doesn't want his good gift of comfort to just stay with us. He loves comforting us. He loves seeing us come to a place of peace and intimacy and just comfort with him as we're restored in his presence, as we spend time with Holy Spirit, the comforter who God sent for our benefit. And he longs to see it, he loves to see us strengthen to kind of press on with him in the, in the face of trials and hardships. But, and this goes to the generous heart of our almighty God, doesn't it? God comforts us in all our troubles and desires for us to share the comfort that we ourselves have received from him with other people who are facing troubles too. You know, it's easy, or at least I'll be honest, I've found this to be true over the years. It's pretty easy to receive a gift and then kind of keep it to myself. Can anyone relate? Maybe dads out there, if you got some gifts for Father's Day, maybe some goodies, some chocolates or something like that. Maybe you look at them and you think, well, hey, these gifts, they're mine. They've been given to me, so they're, they're mine to enjoy. Obviously, naturally, of course, by myself. You know, just last week, I thought that might have been the case when Naomi gifted me with some beautiful chocolate, what are they? Salted choc caramel balls. That's a mouthful, but that's what she gave me. And they were a great mouthful. They were super tasty. They were delicious. She'd lovingly made them for me. This is um, how creative kinder teachers have to get in this day, day and age. They do a Zoom where they go and make these Father's Day gifts with parents' help and all the kids are cooking. Can you imagine the chaos in all the kitchens? It would be crazy. But anyway, so that's what they did. They were making these balls. She gifted them for me in a special bag and a ribbon. And she here you go, Daddy. These are yours to enjoy. Or so I thought. You know, as soon as I'd suggested that they were mine, I was quickly informed by Naomi and also very quickly her big sister, Anna, that they were meant to be shared with all the family, not just yours, Daddy. And as soon as those words almost came out of their mouth, there were two girls standing there before me with their hands out saying, come on, Dad, give, give us one. Share, it's time to share. They wanted a sample. And I soon realised that I wasn't the only one who was intended to benefit from this special gift of salted chalk caramel balls. You know, it's a bit silly, but let's go with it for a moment. In many ways... This story kind of highlights God's heart in terms of giving us the good gift of comfort when we ourselves are troubled. He wants us to enjoy and benefit from his good gift and he longs that we would not just keep it to ourselves but would generously share the good gift of comfort that we've received through relationship with Holy Spirit, our comforter, with other people who are desperately in need of comforting too. 
I'm sure you'd agree, we all, in different ways, in line with our unique makeups, our unique giftings, we want to comfort other people when they're struggling, don't we? As human beings, when we see people suffering, our heart breaks to some degree. I'm sure you'd agree. And we especially find ourselves wanting to comfort and support many of the children, the women and the men who are really struggling as a result of going through this very, very long pandemic season. And just like we can't love other people with God's love unless we ourselves have first received God's love, God's reminding us that we can't comfort other people, genuinely comfort in the fullest sense of the word, other people with the comfort they actually need until we ourselves have received comfort that we need from God. It's only when we've been comforted by the God of all comfort that we'll be strengthened and ready to share the comfort that they so desperately need. Relationship with God, the God of all comfort, whether they recognise it or not. Let me ask you again today, friends. Have you been turning to God for comfort in this challenging season? And if you have been, have you comforted others with the comfort you've yourself received from God? Just like special chalk caramel balls, the comfort that God gives us is not only to be enjoyed by us, but is given to fuel us. Here's the thing. God comforts us and Holy Spirit fuels us and empowers us to then go on and share the comfort that we've received with other people as led by Holy Spirit. And really, if we think about it, as people who know Jesus, as people who love Jesus, what brings us more comfort? What brings us more peace? What brings us more security in life than knowing God and enjoying relationship with Him? I have yet to find anything. Whether the people around us or, or even some of those who are listening today Know this or not, this is the actual comfort that every single person on the face of the planet needs. And here's our part. God's entrusted us. God's entrusted us as his adopted daughters, as his adopted sons, to share this good news, so to speak, to share the good news of the gospel, which brings ultimate comfort, but also to be his representatives, to be people of peace, to be people who share the comfort that, that we've experienced through relationship with God, with other people, to encourage them. Um, and yeah, the good news, the ultimate message of hope. And to do all this for their good, to play our part in reaching out in love to those around us, to see lives changed now in the midst of a pandemic, but also to see lives changed and destinations changed, destinies changed for eternity as well. I want to encourage us today, friends, no matter, no matter where you're at right now, turn to God. Just turn to Him. Turn to God, the God of all comfort. He will joyfully, here's the thing with our God, He loves it when people turn back to Him. He just, He gets a kick out of it. He gets excited. Angels rejoice in heaven when a, a, a sinner, as Scripture says, 
repents, turns, and turns back to God. There's rejoicing in heaven when anyone turns back to God. And he will comfort anyone, Christian, atheist, Muslim, skeptic, anyone, if you genuinely seek him and choose to place your trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. As you sit in God's presence, I just want to encourage you, invite Holy Spirit to reveal to you the depths of his love and grace for you and joyfully receive the comfort that is his alone to give. Because after all, God is the God of all comfort and when Jesus left the earth, when his time was done, when he had risen again from the dead, defeated the power of sin once and for all, when he ascended to heaven, he told his disciples that he needed to ascend in order for the promised one to come. And who was the promised one? Holy Spirit, our comforter. And he sent Holy Spirit as our comforter so we can enjoy comfort and relationship with God in this life until our very end of our days. And as you sit with the wonder of the comfort you've received from him, just allow that to empower you. Allow that to empower you through the power of Holy Spirit. It's not something that we can do. It's not something that we can kind of cultivate within ourselves. Oh, just, I'm going to go and comfort people. No, it's not like that. That's, that's moralism. That's works-based kind of stuff. We can't do it in and of ourselves. That's the message of the gospel. But the good news is that someone has done it. Jesus has done it. And because he has done it, we can, with hearts open and desire to just be led by the Holy Spirit, we can follow him in what he's done in comforting people and loving those around us. Amen? We can, through the power of Holy Spirit, joyfully and freely, as 2 Corinthians 1.4 says, to comfort those in any trouble with the comfort you yourself have received from God. Friends, hear this this morning. We are comforted to comfort. We are comforted to comfort. And the comfort we need is the comfort that God alone can give. May we all, may all of us listening to this, whether we have faith and relationship with Jesus or are still seeking faith and spiritual truth, may we all choose today to be comforted by God, the good, good Father, the God of all comfort, and may we comfort others with that comfort that we ourselves have received from him. Let's pray and invite Holy Spirit to lead us in his love and to lead us to grow and uh, develop as people who comfort others as led by him. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we are just in awe of your great comfort that you bring, Lord. You are the comforter, Holy Spirit. You are the one who was sent to comfort us in all our troubles and in all the good times too. You are our, our companion. You are our friend. You are the very thing that fuels us to live as sons and daughters of God. And so, Holy Spirit, we pray 
that we would be comforted. We would allow ourselves to be comforted by the ultimate comforter, that we would not settle, we would not settle for not even second best, but like a billionth best, you know? Like we, we would not settle for anything that the world could offer that would provide comfort, but we would go to you, the God of all comfort, and be comforted in the fullest sense of the word. And Lord, as we are comforted, as we're satisfied in you, and as we enjoy relationship with you, we pray that we would not just enjoy that moment to ourselves, but that that would spur us on, as led by you, Holy Spirit, to comfort others with the comfort we ourselves have received. So God, lead us in your love, and would you lead us, Holy Spirit, as people of comfort in a time, in a season where people are desperately in need of comfort and more than ever, Lord, are in need of and probably, I think, even more open to receiving the good news of the gospel. So empower us for that, Holy Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.